Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed. excited to bring this news to you. Breaking Soul Ties now comes to Lagos, Nigeria on the 16th of May 2015. Register now for free on www.soulties-niger.xyz. I repeat, www.soulties-niger.xyz. Hurry now. See you there. Hi there. Welcome to the program. My name is Sholadio. Welcome to episode 16 of our series on how to believe God for a spouse. In this series, I am sharing fundamental spiritual principles that will help single men and women to believe God for a spouse and to also find their spouse. I'll be sharing core principles of confessions, faith, hope, the seed principle, prayer, discernment, and so on. This series will apply to both men and women. Before I start today, I want to share this prayer uh, with you. You can find this prayer in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 to 18. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of our understanding, your understanding rather, being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Uh, I know this is almost... Uh, like a routine to play uh, to pray this prayer but i just want to drop something very quickly here before we pray this prayer today now there is a difference between reading your bible and receiving revelation from god's word there is a big difference it is possible for you to read your bible and not get a piece of revelation out of it if you don't get a revelation of the scriptures then you don't have what it takes to overcome in life so it is possible for you to read the bible as a routine and think that you are fulfilling the demands of christianity and yet live a powerless and a punchless life so there is a big difference so when you read the bible you don't read it with the mindset of oh as long as i've read two chapters today i know that god will bless me that's not true you need revelation from the scriptures to be shown to you by the holy spirit for you to be able to walk in dominion and to be able to walk in power that's why it is very important uh the message that is carried in this prayer father in the name of jesus lord i ask right now that uh you will give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of yourself the eyes of our understanding being enlightened that we may know what is the hope of your calling and what the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of your power to us where to believe according to the walking of your mighty power father we thank you for this in jesus name amen last week we looked at um, the kingdom of god principle in mark chapter 4 and um, we also saw that um, the seed 
uh, that Christianity rather is based on the kingdom of God principle. And what I call the kingdom of God principle can be found in Mark chapter 4 verses 26 to 29, which says that, and, and Jesus said, so is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise night and day and the seed should spring and grow up and he knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the air, after that the full corn in the air. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately it putteth in the sickle, because the harvest is come. So you see that now? That is what I call the kingdom of God principle. Which means that if you want a manifestation in the kingdom of God, the first thing you should think about is what seed am i going to plant to get a manifestation and many christians don't start their journey that way they don't ask the question that what is the seed where is the seed and where is the ground that i am going to plant the seed on and if you don't ask that question the enemy will ensure that you have the wrong seed in your possession and you are planting the wrong seed into your heart to get a wrong manifestation while you are praying and wondering why you are getting wrong results in your spiritual life so that's what um uh, we want to look at today i'm not knocking prayer but let me just say something to you if you are planting the seed of an orange into a field it is pointless for you to pray that an apple tree shows up in that same spot where you have been planting that orange seed it's pointless so if the farmer is not going to pray that prayer if anybody sensible is not going to pray that prayer why then should the christian pray that prayer why should you sow the seed of a mango and then go into the place of prayer and keep asking god for a harvest of oranges it doesn't work that way why would you sow the seed of tomatoes and go into the prayer closet and start knocking and crying for the manifestation of the harvest of mangoes it doesn't work that way so the first question the believer should ask himself is that is ourself himself or herself is that what seed am i putting into the ground because that is how the kingdom of god operates the kingdom of god does not operate by wishes the kingdom of god does not operate you know by you just wishing something and it happens no the kingdom of god operates by you knowing what harvest you want and then selecting the seed that contains that harvest and then going on to plant that seed into the right ground and nurturing that seed and protecting that seed away from certain influences and then you get a manifestation if you understand the kingdom of god this way you have crossed over that's all i can say to you you have crossed over all you just have to do look for the seed what is the seed because many people are carrying the wrong seeds around today sowing the wrong seeds and then they start praying for something else 
to come out of the wrong seeds that they are planting if the farmer is sensible never to ask for a mango harvest from planting tomato seeds then christians should not be praying for a harvest of something that they did not sow so this is what we want to look at today the kingdom of god principle what is the seed where can we find the seed what do we do with the seed but we have gotten something clear if you need a harvest you need to select the right seed you have to select the right seed every farmer that goes into the farm if he wants a particular kind of fruit on his ground on his farm what he will do is to select the seed that contains that harvest that he desires and then he puts that seed into the ground and through a process of time and nurturing he gets to that point where the harvest is ripe and he puts in the sequel to reap his harvest sad to say many christians don't have spiritual farms where they are planting seeds into and they are expecting in a very magical way for certain things to happen they are asking god for breakthroughs they are asking god for miracles but they are not planting the right seeds for these miracles and breakthroughs not only that they are even going ahead to plant the wrong seeds into their heart and they are blaming god for allowing certain things to go wrong in their lives because if you plant the seed of wrong things in your life you will obviously get the harvest of wrong things so why do you blame god so it, 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 i mean you hear stories like um um uh, like a, a lady i mean who was not walking in the spirit who was spiritually careless just falling for some silly guy and then the guy hurts her and then she goes and says, why did god allow this to happen no you put the wrong seed into your heart and you got the harvest of the seed that you put into your heart so god is not to blame for the harvest that you received because the harvest that you received was commensurate to the seed that you have been planting the bible says that god is not mocked because whatever you sow is what you will also reap let us get this clear that god is not mocked he is not mocked whatever seed you are planting into your heart is the harvest that you should expect after some time and let me tell you something just going to pray and just i mean just going to pray and shouting the blood of jesus is not enough to change a mango tree that came out of a mango seed that you planted into an orange tree you i mean i've never seen a farmer in my life that went to stand in front of his farm he knew he planted orange seeds into the ground and then he stood in front of the orange plant and now started pleading the blood of jesus on it and said hey you orange tree become a mango tree by the blood of jesus in the name of jesus and that is the prayer that i'm hearing from christians today you are sowing seeds of horrible thoughts things that are wrong things that are negative into your heart things that are being transmitted to you from the social networks you are sowing them into your heart you are speaking them repetitively you are 
you are also retweeting them you are also asserting them when you are tweeting you are saying them to everyone around you you are voicing the same fears that social networks are planting into your heart and then you are wondering why your situation is not different from the other people that you are emulating on the networks you shouldn't be surprised because bible says that god is not mocked that whatever you sow is what you reap you understand just like it is criminal for any farmer to expect a mango tree from an orange seed it is also spiritually criminal for you to sow wrong i mean to sow thoughts of fear what i mean thoughts of fear and desperation into your heart and expect the results of faith in your manifestation it is spiritually criminal god is just looking at you and and it's like we blame god we blame satan and we refuse to ask that question the kingdom of god is as if a man should plant seed into the ground what are you planting that's what we're going to be looking at after the break see you after the break Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed. Welcome back. Now let's read the scriptures here and uh, as we continue uh, in our journey into the kingdom of God process. Mark chapter 4 verses 26 to 29. And he said, So is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up, he knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the air, after that the full corn in the air, but when the fruit is immediately is brought forth, immediately he putteth in the sickle, because the harvest is come. So here we see something that the kingdom of God is illustrated by you putting seed into the ground. Now, where is the ground where you put this seed of the kingdom of God into? The ground is actually your heart. And we're going to see that in uh, the coming episodes. But if you want to read ahead, you can read the entire chapter much mark uh, chapter 4 and you'll be able to see very clearly that the heart the king the ground being referred to here by jesus is actually the heart of the believer and the bible says that you sleep and rise night and day sleep and rise night and day means that it is progressive sleep and rise night and day means that it is not immediate now there are people there are christians who just believe that everything must happen sharp sharp and if it doesn't happen sharp sharp it means that god is either deaf or dumb or impotent or unhappy with them that's what they think if everything doesn't happen sharp sharp but excuse me if you don't plant the seed of a mango tree into the ground how dare you go to a farm stand in on the farm where no mango seed was ever planted in the last two years and now say god i want a mango tree on this farm sharp sharp and that is the prayers that many christians are praying today now you say that you've run out of time you're now 38 or you're now 32 but let me tell you something 
God is not harassed by time. You can start putting the seed of God's word into your heart today. And in no time, you see something happen. Seriously. Let me give you a testimony. Because something inside you is asking the question. That what you are preaching to me now, if I start, probably I'll be 60 before the result comes. You're lying. That's not true. I'll give you this example now. There was a lady, uh, she's based out there, um, where is that place again? Abuja. She's based out there in Abuja, in Nigeria. And I was holding a conversation with her. Let me tell you her background. Um, she's over, she's, uh, yeah, she's over 35. She has a son. So at least by your calculations, all you guys listening to me now, by your calculations, that is not a good market. As in, <laughs> she's she she is less marketable than many other people that you can think of. She's over thirty-five. She has a son. So, excuse me. So I was holding a conversation with her, and um, while I was talking with her, I just, you know, I just said it, and. He, and that's why you must take my joke serious if I'm <laughs> if I'm joking with you in a personal conversation. So I just said to her, I said, look, um, ah, but you, this woman, I think you should go back into the market. I was saying it jokingly. Going back into the market means that, you know, like you should uh, brace up, you know, brace up, you know, to expect uh, suitors or expect people to um, want to marry you. So I said that to her, you know, jokingly, you know, just in, you know, like in Nigerian slang that, ah, you this lady, you're supposed to go back to the market. Oh. And she said to me, she said, ah, ah, what are you saying? Me, market, I'm over 35. I have a son. Who is going to look at me? <laughs> and I said to her, I said, stay on my series. What I am preaching has no respect for age and situation that's my message has no respect for age and situation that you just hang on there with me god is bringing a spouse your way that we love you for being 35 and we love you with your son and will bypass everybody i want to marry you so it's not a problem for god that's why i told her, i encouraged her you know with that now, this was less than three months ago. This was in a personal conversation. I was talking, you know, just generally gisting with her. So, last week, she said she had something to discuss with me. So, I actually called her and spoke with her. And she explained to me that um, someone she had known, you know, like over a year ago and had never thought of, began to get close over the last few months or few weeks really or months began to get close and um she didn't even think she had any hope she didn't even want to have any hope and this guy was just you know will just you know come around be chatting you know just be chatting generally and one day the guy now made his intentions known that look uh in, in fact she even said that she would even, you know, make fun of the guy that, are ah, you this guy that all these people you go around with, that why are you not married at this age? You should go and marry now, you know, and all the rest. And the lady, and she, the guy told the lady, 
at some point that actually um i've not seen who i really want to marry and then after some weeks the guy turns up and says actually i have my eyes on you that it is you that i really want to marry and that you know i really want to you know have a relationship with and ultimately marry and um the guy so the lady was just like ah no you must be kidding you must be kidding i mean look at my age look at my child and all the rest you must be kidding now to show that the guy was not kidding you know what he did i've never heard this before if you like just laugh it's your business but i've never heard this before but it was so cute this guy when he was going to propose to her you know what he did he came with his senior brother he turned up with his senior brother and his senior brother seated there and then the proposal was made and the guy said he came with his senior brother to show that he was serious i mean i've never had such a thing before you know and she's gone to see the family she asked questions about her son that well i mean will you accept my son blah blah and the guy said look we've we've seen this sort of thing before in our family i have a brother who is also married under similar circumstances so we know how it works and this guy happened to be the last born and this guy is 38 years old about 38 years old three years older than her he's never married before he's never had a child before and they are getting married this year this year proper christian solid guy great family great composure and the marrying this year did you see that so when i say the kingdom of god principle i'm not talking about something that will outlaw out i mean that will outlive i mean that will um happen after you have left the earth we're talking about something that will happen in the process of time that is not very far from now i mean i don't think is a bad investment for her to have invested the word of god into her heart and within three to six months someone turned up and they're getting married this year i think it is far better than sitting out there on twitter and taking in all the negativity that people have to offer you and then still remain in the same spot going around in circles dating all sorts of people that are useless and then they dump you and then you start all over again so within the next four years you already have eight people that have dated and dumped you and used you and you are still walking around in the same circle cut off away from these things focus only on the word of god and before you know what is happening the word of god will produce your dreams in real life that's what i have to share with you now let's go back into the scriptures let's go to mark chapter 4 verses 30 to 32 as we begin to round up and jesus said whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of god or with what comparison shall we compare it it is like a grain of mustard seed which when it is sown in the earth is less than all the seeds that be in the earth let me tell you something now less means that it looks vulnerable it looks more vulnerable than all the other seeds and let me tell you something the word of god when you are about to sow it into your heart looks smaller than every other thing around you now what do i mean by that i mean you look at it the social networks your friendship circle do you know that there are ladies today who are scared of meeting their friends 
all because of the questions that people will ask that whoa so how old are you now are you married are you not married and you know the whole thing can just become depressing i also went through it i know what it means we're married for nine years people are going to ask questions do they have kids i mean it can be quite distracting i mean admittedly it can be quite you know humiliating you know at times i mean i've had a situation before where we were in church someone you know came to church i mean allegedly to worship god by the evening of that of that day the person who brought her to church was ringing us up to now say that this person is asking whether we have children i'm like oh no what again and that can be quite you know distracting it can be quite depressing but one thing i want to tell you is this the word of god looks smaller all these other voices they they are bigger they sound louder they sound stronger you know when somebody says something nasty to you about your situation it appears stronger in your heart but the word of god the bible says looks less than all these other voices but when it is sown the problem is that you are not sowing this word of god when it is sown what will happen it will grow up and become greater than all the herbs so it means that if you sow the word of god into your heart even though it looks very weak it sounds very weak all your friends are pointing to your situation and say see see you don't even have any prospect so what are you talking about you have no hope so what are you talking about but the bible says that when that seed of the word that looks so weak is so weak that you can't even confess it you can't even declare it to your friends that are taunting you that look the bible says in the name of jesus this 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 is it even sounds so weak because they are pointing at your negative situation but the bible says that when it is sown it will become the greatest it will become greater than all the other voices ultimately it will shoot out great branches and all these other people that are taunting you will come from behind to ask you how you did it and take shelter from you so it means that your miracle is going to become a shelter to these other people that are attacking you and are taunting you for lack of manifestation so i just want to leave that message with you god's word looks smaller when it is sown but will produce greater results for you and will produce quick results it will take time but when you look at the results you will see that it was well worth the process the kingdom of god is a process the kingdom of god is not uh the ministry of god answer prayer sharp sharp that is not christianity christianity is based on the kingdom of god you plant the seed and the seed brings a harvest see you guys next week bye super excited to bring this news to you. Breaking Soul Ties now comes to Lagos, Nigeria on the 16th of May 2015. Register now for free on www.soulties-niger.xyz. I repeat, www.soulties-niger.xyz. Hurry now. See you there.
thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7 F3CD I repeat 52C7 F3CD We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord. <laughs>